welcome to another Trailblazer podcast. With me today is Emma Varner from Cleveland. She is an electrical apprentice from IBEW Local 38. Welcome, Emma. Hi, thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Yes, thank you very much for joining us for a podcast. Now, we have not met before. Um, A friend of mine let me know that you would be interested in a podcast. So thank you very much for doing a podcast with me. Yeah, I'm very excited. I see you have some company in the background there and I love dogs. So that's awesome to have, uh, have, maybe we'll get uh, your dog's opinion on a few things while we're at it. (laughs) I'm sure she would love that. Scout's pretty opinionated. So (laughs) (laughs) that's good. That's good. Anyways, uh, if you don't mind, uh, just, uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, so my name is Emma. I'm a third year, uh, electrician apprentice with local 38 out of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I absolutely love what I do. I'm 30 years old, married, have two dogs, and I'm in a really good spot in my life where I love getting up in the morning and going to work, and then I come home to this, so it's pretty great. Yes, that is pretty awesome, yeah, and and loving what you do makes such a big difference. Um, a lot of times oh, yeah. that comes up in the podcast when, I mean, it just, it just has this effect on your whole world when you're happy with what you do for a living, right? Oh yeah. I was pretty miserable before I joined the trade. So it definitely, I I can definitely preach to people that you should absolutely do what you love. If you're miserable somewhere, don't waste another minute there. It's not worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I I couldn't agree with you more, but how did you get your start in the trade? Uh, Well, I actually did. I had a manual job in North Carolina. I lived down there for a few years after college. Um, I worked in film but I worked at the film studio and I would handle all the movie and TV show equipment, would help repair them with the shop manager, kind of got interest in the electrical part of it. And then when my husband and I moved back to Ohio, I worked in an office job for about a year and a half and I was just miserable, absolutely miserable. I made some great friends, but it just wasn't doing it for me. My depression hit a real low. And I had an uncle that was a union painter and I told him about what I missed from North Carolina and it was my job and doing manual labor and the electrical. And he said, you should look into local 38. So he pretty much just pointed me in the direction uh, to fill out my application. And then after six months, I got into the trades. That's really, really wonderful, right? That uh, sometimes people have family in that particular trade, but uh, so yeah, you, you just went for it. Yeah, pretty Good for much. You. Good yeah. for you. So now you're an apprentice. Um, what areas of elect- electrical is like a huge field, right? There's a lot it to is. electrical. People think of electrical and they think, you know, wiring and houses. Um, what, yeah. what are you doing right now? Well, how far have you so, gone in the three years you've been in? So I'm a, an inside apprentice or inside wireman. Um, and basically we would do commercial projects. So we'll do apartment buildings. We do industrial, um, like the sewage plants. And uh, we really are, like you said, we're all over the place, which is great because our trade has so many doors to walk through. You can work, like I said, in the apartments, you can work um, in any commercial job in buildings downtown, but you can also do industrial work where you get to work with rigid pipe, which you normally wouldn't work with um, in regular jobs. So you have all of these opportunities to kind of grow and learn new things and if you don't like an area you can move to another one and find something that you like there so it's not like you're stuck 
in one spot doing the same thing. So that is the nice part about it. And I've gotten a pretty good view. I've worked in hospitals. I've worked at a sewage plant. I've worked in the apartment buildings. I worked at a dog kennel, helping to build a new dog kennel, which was great. So I get to see a handful of things that I love. No, that, that's really great. And, and I mean, you're only three years in. So you have like the rest of your life to explore all the other aspects, right? And then there's there's leadership positions yeah. that you can do too, right? Like foreman and mm-hmm. general foreman and, you know, supervision is, you know, huge, right? And, and you're in a union, so you can even do business agent, business manager, like it, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, the wonderful really thing about the trades. So what is your favorite aspect of the trade so far? Um, gosh, I really enjoyed working. I actually just came from working at the sewage plant and I love doing the industrial side of it. Uh, Being able to thread rigid pipe, which doesn't sound like a lot of fun, but it really is like you are constructing every aspect of a pipe run in these buildings. So you do all this math, you have to do all the bending correctly. Um, It's not like working with EMT, which is a little bit more flexible. It's easier to work with. Like rigid is very, you really have to use your brain on everything. You can't get measurements wrong. So it's kind of like putting together a very intricate puzzle. So the industrial side is a lot of fun because once you put something together and you see it hanging up, it, it's a great feeling. Yeah. So I think that's my favorite. No, and that, that's wonderful um, because it's never boring for one. No. And it's very rewarding. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then working in hospitals too is, is great. You get to obviously help out. Like I'm working at a hospital right now. Uh, We're building a new hospital. So, I mean, it's, it's just everything's so interesting when you're working there because you get to see from the ground up. Well, and, and for years to come, you'll be able to drive past those places and say, you know, I made a difference there. I, I did a lot of work there, you know, and anytime anybody's related to a tradesperson, you can't go anywhere without them pointing and saying, I was there and I did that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I already do it to my husband. When we drive past that dog kennel, I'm just like, hey, look at that. Yeah, exactly. My son used to just roll his eyes. It's just, he's just like, I know mom, you've told me like a hundred times. <laughs> he used to work there. I get it. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> just let me have my moment. Yes, exactly. Well, and then, and even if you, the, the, nobody's in the vehicle with you when you're driving by, you know, you it's, there's that pride that comes back. Right. And that's, Absolutely. that's one of my favorite things too. Yeah. Absolutely. So what obstacles have you overcome along the way? Have there been any? Um, a lot of the obstacles have actually just been with myself. Um, I have not a ton of confidence in myself, pretty low self-esteem. So over the past three years, it's been really kind of a challenge for me to be able to allow myself to, you know, give myself a pat on the back if I mess up to understand everyone does it. So I think most of the obstacles that I've had to overcome have just been personal Um, like I said, uh, you work in so many different areas, so you're just constantly learning and it's just something that I have to keep reminding myself of is that everyone's learning, you know, things change constantly. People have messed up. You're not the first person. So that's been something that I've really been trying to overcome. Um, I know as a woman, I get asked a lot, you know, how is it working in a, like a men's, uh, 
field, but it, I had a, a woman that I talked to on the job recently and she said, it's, it's not a man's job, it's a job and anyone can do it. And, um, you know, I've, I've met people who aren't the nicest, but you just kind of work through it. And uh, I think I, I work more on my personal obstacles that I don't really notice the other ones that much. So it's just a day-to-day -day thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and interesting points too, because in the trades, you really never stop learning. So to get it in, you know, mm -hmm. you're working on yourself and building the confidence and stuff too, but, and that that's fantastic. You really, you really do need to build up the confidence. Um, but I still learn things all the time. Like I, I'm an instructor now and they do have changed the apprenticeship books. So there's like, Oh, yeah. look at that. That wasn't there when I was in school. So now I have to teach it. Right. So, so you never stop learning. And, and especially when you have the, the ability to, to job hop and to go industrial for a while and then go commercial mm -hmm. for a while. And there's always new products coming out and stuff like that. And you do have to learn to forgive yourself for making mistakes because you're human and everybody yeah. makes mistakes. And, and uh, as far as, as unkind people go, I think you'll find them anywhere in the world, no matter what you're doing for a oh, job. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and you do just have to kind of brush them off and just say, okay, well, moving right along, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it, everyone goes through their own battles. So you just kind of have to yeah. let it go. Yeah. yeah, it is mostly just myself. I think that's the meanest person is just trying to tell myself it's okay. You are constantly learning. And even when you leave the apprenticeship, you are constantly learning. So yeah. just got to get over that hump at some point in my exactly. life. When I retire. <laughs> yeah, cut yourself a little slack, right? Yeah, yeah, don't be so hard on yourselves. And we are hard on ourselves. I know I'm always, I'm, I'm my own worst critic for sure, right? Mm -hmm. And, and you know, and everything that you do, you always say, okay, well, I might, I could have done that better. So next time I do this, I'll just do it that way instead of, you know, learning yeah. as you go. So you did mention that you had women um, you could look to for support. Um, how, do you have like a large circle of women or was it you, cause you were just talking about a woman that you worked with, right? Yeah. Uh, there's an insulator on the job that I work with. Uh, there's quite a few women that I work with on the job. I don't get to see them every day. Uh, I have to say though, my circle, it grows with each new job that I go to. I just came from a job where I had a female foreman and she was fantastic. I mean, everyone loved working with her. It was easy to see why she just was a go-getter. She didn't take any crap from everybody, from anybody. And she just really worked her butt off to get to where she was. She earned her respect in the trade. And um, she just had a lot to teach me. And it's been great. Um, I know Doreen, who you've interviewed um, with the Plumbers Local 55. And we're also part of the Cleveland Trade Women's Group. And... Uh, met a lot of women through that and then also with our our apprenticeship I started a um, text group for all the female apprentices as just kind of like a support group you know just every day we kind of wake up and we say have a great day today be safe let us know something that you've learned and it just kind of I don't know it helps each other to to have that support system somewhere you know uh, a lot of the classes will have two girls in them um, ours had the largest, we had seven or down to four, but you don't get to see the, the other girls all the time. So it's just nice to know that you have sisters that you can talk to, that you can reach out to, even if it's just a bad day from waking up a couple minutes late, you still have that support to be like, you're doing great. Just keep at it. So with each new job, I get to meet these new women 
and become closer to them. And it's just, it's amazing to be able to have that. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and I think in this day and age with social media being what it is and so easily accessible for everyone, um, it's really good to find the online groups as well. Um, way back yeah. when I joined the trade 25 years ago, there really wasn't, uh, you know, if you, if you didn't have one on the, uh, another female on the job site itself, you just couldn't connect with any of them. Right. Um, but yeah. now, you know, there's Facebook groups, there's, I mean, you said that there is one in Cleveland and that's fantastic. Right. And, and to start up, mm-hmm. it's, it's good that you took the initiative to start, start up the, did you say it was a texting group? Yeah, it's just a text group, um, between the female apprentices. Um, I, spoke with uh, people at the school and they just said, you know, it, it would be a good idea. And uh, they helped me with reaching out to the women before any information was passed along. So they kind of helped and they, they're very supportive with that too. So, um, but yeah, we just, we'll text each other. We've done a couple Zooms over uh, the whole COVID pandemic, being able to see each other still. So yeah, everyone's really great, you know? Yeah. And it, it's, it's so great to have that, especially when you do have a bad day, right? Because like we were just saying, we're usually pretty hard on ourselves, right? So to to reach out and just say, hey, you know, I just had a really crappy day. And then you have like up to like we have Alberta Women in Trades up here, a Facebook group, and there's 1300 members. So when you post something, you get a lot of comments and, yeah. and, you know, and a lot of people, you know, that you can reach out to. And it's just fabulous. It's really good to have that. It's always good to have yeah. support, right? So what does uh, a day in your life look like? Um. Well, currently with the job that I'm at, we're hanging up cable tray. So I get up in the morning around 4.45, I get ready, I drive to work, which is about 30 minutes away. And then when I get to work, we do stretches, uh, which I didn't really think a big deal of, but once you start doing it, it actually does really help to kind of get your day started. Uh, But we do stretches and then we'll spend the day we hang up cable tray. So we're shooting anchors into the ceiling, we're hanging rod. Uh, we have different size cable tray. We're currently working with uh, the 12 inch cable tray and uh, we're doing that for the teledata side for them to be able to hang, to put all their wires up in the ceiling. Um, and then we'll do that and go home and I just kind of hang out with my dogs. I'm not a super good social person. I get really awkward around people. So my dogs are pretty much my life, which sounds sad, but no, that's oh. totally, that's totally me. Once, once I'm done my work day, I come back to my castle. This is my safe zone. I don't have a lot of people come over. Yeah. <laughs> this is my, yeah. I totally can relate. And now I have a dog too. So I hear you. I hear you. It's great. <laughs> and it's great for starting conversations on the job too, because we transfer jobs every eight to 10 months as apprentices. So you have to redo all of your introductions and start fresh every eight to 10 months. So it's great because you get aspects of the trade, but then at the same time, starting completely over with people and having to do the whole, I'm Emma, I have two dogs, I'm obsessed with them. And it's just, it's that whole thing. And so having the dogs has been really good for me to be able to start conversations on the job site. That is wonderful. Yeah. Well, they're fur babies, right? We always like to talk about our fur babies, right? For sure. Absolutely. For sure. Yes. So now do you have any advice for other women that are, that are looking to join the trades? Do it. Just do it. Uh, the trades are there. My uncle, when I was interested in getting into them, he was very positive and just said, just fill out the application, just do it. Um, there was no 
I mean, he obviously was in the trade at a different time. He understood that, you know, women obviously went through a period where there wasn't so much support from any person on the job site. And now it's just, it's grown exponentially. I know the the men in my local are fantastic. They're all extremely supportive. Uh, no one's really been like, you don't belong here. You know, everyone gives you a chance. They really believe in you. They push you. They've helped me with my confidence significantly. Um, but that wouldn't happen if there weren't women already in the trade to kind of help pave the way for me. So with more women in, we can really just kind of make it to where it's not like that woman said, it's not a man's job, it's a job and everyone can do it. So just do it. It's the best thing that you can do. You go home and you just feel so accomplished. You feel like you did something, you built something, you made something. It's really great for your self-esteem to be able to look at your family members and your friends and be like, I have to tell you what I built. Like, I have to tell you what I made today. And um, it's just a really good adventure. And it really helps you to, I don't know, look at yourself in a new light. You get to be a modern day Rosie the Riveter. Who wouldn't want to do that? <laughs> that is awesome. What a great way to put it. Yes. And uh, every woman that comes through the trade is, is blazing the trail for the ones that follow them, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that is yeah. fabulous advice. Um, so now final remarks are yours. If there's anything else you'd like to share or mention or put out there, um, the floor is yours. Um, I don't really know what to say other than, I guess what I was saying before, you know, if you are miserable in what you're doing, get out of it and do something new. And I think the trades are a fantastic adventure for people. You know, they don't get talked about a lot. They don't get built up as much as they should. And I think that they're just a fantastic outlet for people. You get to learn new ways of living, basically. You can fix things in your house that you couldn't before. You can help people that need your help. You can do like Habitat for Humanity type stuff every single day of your life. I mean, you get to basically, you get to create every day which is amazing, but trades are, they are not appreciated enough as they should be. And I wish that they were talked about more. I wish that in high school, someone would have come around and told me about it. You know, I went to college, I did my four years, I have my degree and I'm in the trades and it's great. I have a, a great future ahead of me. And I just wish that people would give them the credit that they're due. Well, and, and another thing about the trades as well, too, um, that they don't talk about that I wish they would, um, besides all of the, what you just mentioned, which was fabulous, is the wages. A lot of, I yeah. find a lot of single moms or single women that are working jobs that are very low income don't realize that this, and I, I don't brag about their wage uh, very much because I don't want people to join the trades for the money. And, you know, yeah. it, it should be because uh, you're creative and you enjoy, you know, the trade that you've chosen, but it brings a lot of women out of situations of low income or poverty. Right. And then there's usually yeah. benefits and a pension plan and stuff like, especially if you join a union. Right. Um, and it's, it's just really, it's a really fabulous thing. Cause, cause the wages, I know that you're in Cleveland and I'm in, uh, I'm in Alberta. We're in two even totally different countries even, but um, the wages are really good. You know, people yeah. think, people think we have, we are, it's a dirty job and um, 
the wages are terrible. It's like, ah, uh, no, 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 it's fantastic. I know my mom, she, uh, she's a very independent, strong woman. My mom is when she got divorced from her first husband, she had my brother and sister at the time. And I remember she said the most important thing was being able to provide for yourself and be independent and be able to make your own way. That was something that she really tried to put into our heads as kids is like, you need to be able to take care of yourself before anyone else. And when I told her I was doing the trade, she was extremely supportive. And just from what she has seen when I worked at the office job to now, she'll even tell you like it, it isn't so much about the wages or the pension or anything. It's just that ability to be independent and to be able to take care of yourself. And obviously the wages help with that. But I mean, to be able to come into a career that allows you to have that independence, that allows you to be able to create a life for yourself that you didn't think possible beforehand. Like I have a 401k now. I, I'm having a retirement plan done. Like I have a house that is comfortable for me that I wouldn't have had possible without the trades. So it does allow you to live comfortably and you may get dirty some days, but it's absolutely worth it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, the, the independence and the freedom, the freedom, like I, if you would have told me when I was a teenager or even in my early twenties, before I got into the trades that, I mean, I'm looking at buying my third house. I never thought I'd buy a That's house awesome. on my own with nobody's help. Like that is just a crazy thought. And now like yeah. I've sold, you know, I have one as a rental house right now, but you know, if somebody would have said you're going to buy a house on your own, what? That's just insane, but it, it's happening. It's really happening. Yeah. And it's because of the hard work that you put in and yeah, you do get dirty some days, but it's, it's kind of a fun kind of dirty. You're like, I earned oh, it. Yeah. And this, these yeah. dirty hands, I don't do the fingernail thing. Um, but you know, I keep, I have dirt under my nails and I, I earned it and I don't even care if yeah. they're dirty. One of my favorite oh, things yeah. though, too, I don't usually wear, do the hair and makeup. Um, just for the podcasts really. <laughs> but uh, that's one of my favorite things too, is hat on out the door. None of this, right? Oh yeah. No, I don't, I never do my hair or makeup in the morning and my clothes are so comfortable. I don't have to get dressed up. Like the clothes I wear for work are super comfy. My bibs, favorite things. I'd wear them all day long if I could. <laughs> I love them. But it is, it's so nice. I go to work and I come home and my husband will look at me and he goes, I love you, but you are disgusting and you need to go take a shower. And for me, it's just like, it's like badges of like stuff that I've done. Like I told you, I work hard. This is proof of what I do. So, but yeah, he will at least, at least like two times a week. He'll just look at me and go, I love you shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You know, that reminds me of something that, uh, that happened yesterday. I was in the weld shop. I'm teaching right now. Right. So, um, but this guy came into practice and he had this mm -hmm. hoodie on that had all these burn holes and they were all, you know, <laughs> And, and I was like, oh my God, you got to sell that shirt on like eBay or somewhere because that's the fashion now. You got all these holes burned in your shirt. They're all opened up. I said, oh, that's, that's actually trendy. So, you yeah. know, it goes that way too, right? And who doesn't yeah, love Carhartts, right? Form. Oh, I love my Carhartts. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. yeah. I actually used to wear the full bibs and now, um, now that I'm teaching, I actually buy like their, their I think they're called utility pants, men's or women's. Yeah and uh the hoodies and stuff and that's what i wear now and i'm like i could wear this like all the time i even have a car yes. purse they have a tool oh, bag that nice. looks like a purse and it's 
<laughs> I only got the Carhartt vest for the dogs, but I thought, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> got to draw the line somewhere, I suppose. But then again. Yeah, I know. My husband works uh, as a kitchen manager, so he has his uniform that he has to wear, and then I have mine. And uh, he'll just look at me. He's like, I need new work pants. I'm like, yeah, me too. But of course, I'm on like Carhartt website. He's like, can you just look on Amazon? And my dog lost her ball. So if you hear that. And he's like, can you just look on Amazon? I go, I gotta go to Carhartt. I'm like, you just don't get it. It's just, they get me. I need yeah. to go there. Like, exactly. I didn't realize how much stuff there was because I used to just go shopping here for Carhartts. And then I mm -hmm. went to their website and that's when I discovered the purse. I was like, they have like the coolest stuff. I want like, I want to find out where the Carhartt like warehouse or whatever is. And I want to like travel there for a holiday and tour yeah. the facility because I'm, I'm, it's that bad. It's yeah, an addiction. That's become my Christmas list now. Just a Carhartt gift card. That's all I need. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's a different dog than before. That's Maya. That's our chocolate lab pit mix. Oh, she's seven. So, oh, she's adorable. I am, yeah. I'm, I, I have such a soft spot for dogs. I totally do. She's gorgeous. She's I love gorgeous. them. I'm telling you, if I have a bad day at work, they just get it. They're right there for me. They yeah. sense it. The golden retriever, it. she's two. I don't know where she They do. It's really, it's great being able to have them. Yeah. Oh, so, so yeah. cute. Anyways, that's it for the podcast. So thank you so much for joining me for a podcast. I'm so glad that you shared your story with us today. Um, so I'm going to stop recording now, but stay on okay. for a few minutes. Um, everybody that does a podcast gets a free shirt and stuff. So oh. I, now I'm thinking I have to get trailblazers and dog stuff because oh, <laughs> like a bandana or something. I should do that. I really should do that. Yeah. I, a friend of mine had a baby. I had to get trailblazer baby blankets so I could send her. One. So you just so, have to, that's, that's an idea. I might have to send you some dog stuff anyways. Okay. Well, thank you very much. <laughs>